Hello everyone, I'm Justin. And I'm Marcella. And this is Sailor Manga, the podcast where we take a deep dive into the iconic Sailor Moon manga by Naoko Takeuchi and discuss it to our heart's content like y'all know we do. Uh, happy Moon Day, Marcella. How are you? <laughs> happy Moon Day. Um, I am very good. I'm riding high, as I'm sure you are. Yes. From our amazing winning streak. Oh my god, in Dead by Daylight. Yeah. Because we played, we had to have played like upwards of 10 matches. Oh, we were, yeah. Like it was a lot of matches. We hit it hard. And ever, I think what, out of the like 10 to 13 matches we played, we broke even twice and then we pipped every single time. We did. Can I hear music, by the way? <sighs> no, it's, they decided, of course, now that we're recording, mm-hmm. they've decided to fucking leaf blow out the goddamn <laughs> thing. <sighs> it ha- once again here we are with a tuneful goddamn leaf blow hey hey steven is that your name it's gonna be shut up anyway it's like were they waiting they were like all right boys it's a go literally Ooh. it has not been on the entire day i know it's l- the first time i've heard it how <sighs> dare they anyway hopefully uh the recording will take some of it out but you know what listeners this is the type of podcast we are. We just keep going. We do. They didn't, um, they didn't get the memo that it was Moon Day. So. I know. Fucking bastards. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so there were even two matches that I double pipped in Dead by Daylight. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were just, I befriended the kill, not befriended the killers, but I convinced them not to hurt me <laughs> like mm-hmm. three times. And Easy. they just let body me live. Yeah, body language shaken. It's all because I bought my usual Yunjin uh, mm-hmm. outfit. I wasn't a basic ass bitch. That's why. See, fashion is important, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Someday it'll save your life. We appreciate. (laughs) We appreciate the fashion here on Sailor Mangus. Too. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Oh, what a wonderful morning, and what a wonderful chapter we're reading today. I know. I'm excited. Today we are reading Act Thirty One, which is titled Infinity Five Sailor Pluto Setsuna Mayo. Oh. And y'all remember the cliffhanger from last week someone who looks just like sailor pluto is back back in town spoiler alert it's yeah. uh, sailor pluto what well, the chapter title the chat yeah, I, I know we kind of spoiled it last week but it's fine all right, so before we read this amazing chapter, we got to do moon news. So, Marcella, what's your moon news for this week? Uh, my moon news is it's light, but it's got a couple of bits to mention. Okay. So, um, it's a good job that I continued my crystal watch uh, without Ooh. waiting for Paul because he hasn't watched any. Of course not. Um, but I <laughs> am on the penultimate episode of season one, <gasps> which is called Enemy Queen Metallion. Absolutely. Love so it. So excited to get into season two mm-hmm. um very excited and you know what when i've done all three i'm gonna re-watch the movie as well because oh yeah all in continuity with each other yeah, yeah. and because it's okay, yeah. autumn or fall as uh as you guys say then yeah. i don't know it just feels cozy and i'm watching sailor moon and i love crystal so much because it's so familiar mm-hmm. like why have i never watched it before I it's don't know amazing. what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. So I'm a fool. But I'm also glad that I waited because I'm watching it in the autumn and it's my favourite time of year. And, you know, pumpkin spice lattes pumping through my 
um yeah it's great love it oh and then my other bits are so do you remember um a few weeks back a couple of weeks back i was on amazon and i accidentally stumbled across those sailor moon pajamas yes and i sent I do, you that yeah. photo they had a luna p on them i ordered them yes oh i love it <laughs> um so they should be here in a week or two <gasps> i'm so excited for you to get them <laughs> Me too. just in time for my week off as well hopefully oh so, yeah that's uh, right yeah so i'm gonna live in them for the week absolutely so yeah i just need a pair of diana Yay. slippers and i'll be <laughs> and i'll diana. be content and um, so yeah. that's that's my that's my moon news what about, yeah. you? what about you okay so my moon news is also pretty light um <laughs> but uh i've got what do I got here? Oh, so I've been continuing my uh, my watch through of the uh, original Sailor Moon anime. Um, I just got to the part where the Spectre sisters slash the Supernatural sisters are um, are good guys now. Mm. Uh, they've been healed by the power of friendship in Sailor Moon. Yay! Um, and their uh, Esmeralda was just introduced. Uh, right. and she's like, I'm basically taking over for you, Rubius. Huh? <laughs> and her her special way <laughs> that I love so much. Yeah. And um, but yeah, it's been really nice. I just haven't felt less stressed enough to continue in Yuasha yet, but I'm going to. Mm. Um, I've just been been needing the Sailor Moon, as we say multiple times throughout this podcast, the Sailor Moon serotonin. I just need it. And we've got to take care of our go on, what did you say? Everyone <laughs> Oh yeah. We gotta take care of our Sailor Moon tool health. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, what a great pun and that came to me literally in like two seconds when we were recording bitches it's, it was perfect it's in my, it's in my top three <laughs> of all time <laughs> Oh, and I love hearing us laugh when I was editing it the other day. Just hearing us laugh at it. I was like, oh, there's that serotonin <laughs> boost. Love it. I feel like we should do a mental health section every now and again on here. Mental just, health. Uh, yes. Just so we can check in with our mental health and have our listeners, you know, make sure they're checking in with their mental health. I like that. We could you do it like start doing that. once every four weeks or something. I like it. Yeah. That's a really good idea yeah um what else do i have the only other thing i I wanted to say slash mention is um i've been testing more for uh the twitch streams which by the time this comes out i think i'll be about to start it uh i think this i think this will air the day before i start if i if i remember correctly um so yeah i'm starting the um the uh, not so very challenge on october <gasps> October 5th. Oh, I can't tell you how excited I am. <laughs> yeah, because you're five generations in on your not so very challenge. <laughs> I know. Which I love. It's I'm on so plum, plum generation. Yeah, you're on plum. Low key pissed off that there is no plum hair color in the sim, but. Which I'm probably going to use one of the, uh, <sighs> the custom content Sailor Moon hairs for my plum generation because it has purple. So I'm probably just going to oh. do that instead of. I mean, we talked about before the podcast doing the slider mod but I think I'm just going to use my Sailor Moon hair. People have fucking plum hair in real life. Come on, EA Games. Get your shit together. But anyway. Diversity in skin, but not diversity in hair colour. That's what they've said over at EA Games. I know. Ugh. 
Yeah. EA stands for every antagonist because they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's all I got for Moon News. That's that's really it. So uh, if you're hearing this on October 4th, if I've done my math correctly, get ready for the, the Twitch stream. Uh, oh, I'm ready. Tomorrow <laughs> on October 5th. Don't mark your calendar. It's marked. Um, but yeah, so I guess we'll just get into this chapter. I'm ready. I am. All right. So once again, we're reading Act 31, Infinity 5, Sailor Pluto, Setsuna, Mayo. And this chapter page, y'all. Uh <sighs> I live. I live. It's got this ornate bracket surrounding th- our three guardians. Uh, <laughs> of course, they are Sailor Uranus, Sailor Neptune, and the newly Sailor Pluto. Um, and they, uh, Michiru slash Neptune has her mirror. Mm-hmm. Uranus has her sword. And Pluto has her garnet rod from the Black Moon arc. I wonder if that's going to tie in together. Who knows? Not me. Uh, <laughs> but i just love the in color it's all in color yeah and it's just it's it's a really beautiful spread and then we turn the page and we get right into the action so we we start this act you know we left with the cliffhanger with uh setsuna mayo being at ko university uh but we uh switch switch a little we don't pick up exactly where we left off but we kind of do so we open to uh the triangle aisles and we see the three erected buildings over on triangle aisles and there's mm-hmm. basically this constant storm cloud hovering above the aisles. Mm. Very ominous, you know, hashtag pollution, hashtag global warming. <laughs> it kind of uh, makes me think of, you know, that scene in um, Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters, where... I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> the silence is deafening. <laughs> I've seen I've seen the Kristen Wiig reboot. Thank you for tuning in. This is our final episode. We will be taking a time out. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Let's save this discussion for later. I've I've seen the female reboot though. It's not the same, and that's coming from me, a raging feminist. (laughs) But oh my good, oh my goodness! Right, okay. Uh, I need to book a flight to America. <laughs> Armed with Slap me in person. DVDs, um, including Dirty Dancing, which you Dirty still Dance. have not Still haven't watched, seen it, I know. Along with Jaws. Oh, my Ace's heart is bleeding. I continue. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Sorry, listeners. Well, you were saying it reminds you of something from Ghostbusters, so even though I don't know the reference, tell me. Uh, yeah. Um, there's <laughs> just a, a building at the end. There's a cloud above it it's just permanent sort of billowing storm cloud where oh, okay. the ghosts and things are going to come out of them got it okay it's really it's really cool hmm. anyway and um, moving on <laughs> sorry to disappoint you <laughs> <laughs> i'm just shocked more than disappointed yeah i don't know it just it never really appealed to me so then when the female reboot came out i was like okay i'm here i'm yeah. here for it but yeah and, I and now we're doing another reboot like why yeah but this is continuing the story rather than rehashing I just want women. Anyway. I know we all do, but (laughs) sometimes we have to accept. No, I don't accept that. Sometimes. Not at all. 
it's because I was reading those poems before, and you're <laughs> yeah. reading got... those men poems. And I'm like, nope, mm -mm, no, thank you. <laughs> anyway, we've we've thrown our listeners to a loop. Let's continue. we don't we don't feminine men, okay? <laughs> <laughs> sorry to our male listeners. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm also a man. If it makes you feel better, anyway. Uh... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Not to wait, what? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Sailor Moon, yes. Um, so there's there's some sort of like crackling or something happening uh in the air above this storm cloud that's over the Triangle Isles, and we cut to um it doesn't show it here, but watching Crystal, um, I got some validation. So the person who's talking is Setsuna's professor. Right. <laughs> He's the one to first talk, because we get this image of the computer and then dialogue. So he says, hmm, this region certainly is giving off abnormal readings, but don't you think that's a little far-fetched, Mayo? I mean, a warp in space? And then we get a picture of Setsuna looking gorgeous. Oh, I mean, yeah. breathtaking, with her little bun in her hair. I know. Ugh, so good. And she says, you're right. I'm not even sure why I thought of it. It was just this feeling I had. And so she's clicking clacking on her computer and she's looking at all the data results and she says but this data doesn't make any sense the way it curves is really just baffling why is it shaped like that and it sort of looks like a um i don't even know how to describe this it's like a sort of like a cone ish mm -hmm. thing you know what it kind of reminds me of like a, a shuttlecock from uh badminton but like really thick it's a what okay this is me resigning um <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening you can find me on the internet at <laughs> across twitter instagram and youtube but i'm deactivating my account um <laughs> I hate that fucking word. I'm sorry. It just came to mind. <laughs> it never comes to my mind. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> sorry to you and listeners, right? <laughs> anyway, yes, this weird shape. <laughs> And uh, beautiful Reika that we um, got reintroduced to last chapter pops her head in. She's like, Setsuna, because I love that they've like Loki become friends in between the acts. Yeah. And uh, Setsuna says, Reika. And Reika says, poor girl working late like this. Um, and it looks like, <clears throat> it looks like Reika is saying this, but I'm pretty sure Matoki says it. No, it's her, the little, even though I'm not wearing my glasses, I can see that the uh, little speech bubble arrow thing is pointing to her. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure in Crystal, they gave the line to him. Oh. Which is interesting. But let's give it to her because men. So yeah. she says, do you think you'll be here much longer? Do you want to come out? to dinner with us because she's with Matoki. I don't know if I said that or not, but yeah, she's with Matoki. Matoki came in with her. And uh, Setsuna says, I'm so sorry. Sensei and I already ate. And then we finally get to see her professor behind her. <laughs> finally, after he's already spoken, but that's fine. Hmm. And Reika's like, aw. And then I have to say, this is a really cute drawing of Matoki. You know, we're giving him a second chance. He's with a girl his own age. Mm -hmm. um, and he looks really cute right there. And he says, wow, look at all the 
plants in here. Mako would love to see this. That's kind of cute. Huh? That's kind of cute that he knows. I know. It's cute. But uh, Reika does not think it's cute at all. (laughs) (laughs) And we get to see some of the plants in the background. It looks like um, a little bit of shrubs, some trees, too. But Reika says, "Um, excuse me, Matoki, who is Mako? And he's like, oh, uh, she's just a regular at the arcade. Goes to Juban Middle School. She really likes plants. Don't be like that. And Riga's like, mm-hmm. Because she knows. She knows his probationary hearing. And she's she not impressed, though. She's kind of, I don't want you, but I don't want anyone else to have you. Kind of energy. <laughs> That's what I'm getting. Yeah. I can totally see that. I know it well. So then she says, well, whatever. And she starts dragging Matoki out of the room with her. And Matoki's like, uh, anyway, see you later, Setsuna. Sorry to bother you. And Setsuna just laughs it off. And she's like, sure. <laughs> she, I just love her shrugging it off. She's like, oh, Reika and Matoki. But I love like the, the college guardians. I love seeing like this college angle because we, we always get to see mm-hmm. like the high school yeah. and stuff. So it's nice to see this um this different side of the Sailor Moon, the Mooniverse, if you will. They, uh, they downloaded the university DLC pack, so. <laughs> <laughs> From Sims? Yeah. yeah, so we've got an expanded universe. Yes, they finally were able to afford it. It was on sale. Mm. Uh, so then we cut back to Reika and Matoki, and they're walking down the hall together. And Reika says, "See, I told you she was gorgeous. I bet Setsuna Mayo is the prettiest girl in our school." Yeah. And oh, Matoki, he walked right into that trap, right yeah. into it, because he says, "Yeah, no kidding. She's got that mature, elegant vibe, like one of those intellectual beauties." Uh, oh, Mato, you have so much to learn. He's right, though. She's she's very um, Ray. Oh, she she's is. Like an elder yeah. version of Ray. <gasps> oh, my God. I totally see that. Her and Ray would vibe. I could mm. see them being like playing sisters. Absolutely. Yeah. So Reika pinches Matoki's ear and he's like, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> and she's basically getting back at him for not praising her own beauty. She, you know what? It's funny because she maybe not wants to date Matoki, but like you said, she just doesn't want anyone else. She doesn't want to see that he has interest elsewhere <laughs> i think he's she just likes to keep him around yeah she's her he's her little boy toy yeah. we support reika so anyway then he says so that's uh so what's that research she's helping with and reika says i think that professor was published in that american science journal physical review letters because of his anti-gravity research right and then is this still her talking I don't know. know. I feel like it's him. Maybe it's him. Uh, But he says, hmm, well, they both say there's something weird about the space around the Triangle Isles. So now they're researching everything they can about the environment there. Maybe it's her. Yeah, maybe that is her. But then, for sure. (laughs) 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 Yeah, valid. So then, for sure, Matoki says, hey, Reika, why don't we go to Triangle Isles for dinner? There are lots of fancy buildings and restaurants there now. So... Okay, Matoki, you got you got a little bit of game in you. I I, I applaud. But Reika looks over at the Triangle Isles and she's just hit with this like sixth sense, this like <laughs> stay away energy. Yeah. And she like shudders and Matoki's like, uh, Reika? And she's like, oh, um, could we go somewhere else instead? And I just want to briefly mention, love her outfit. She's wearing yeah. like a, a cutoff vest jacket, a sleeveless jacket. There we go. And yeah. like a, a 
a two-piece like uh summery outfit which i think is funny because it's been raining a shit ton in juban lately like this is the rain art mm. so uh but maybe it's hot because of the storm clouds the humidity yeah who makes sense who knows <clears throat> so then matoki says why why do you want to go somewhere else and reika says well look the triangle isles have have all those weird dark clouds hanging over them it's kind of spooky and matoki says <laughs> you're such a scaredy cat reika that's adorable it's like is this is this gaslighting because uh, <laughs> i'm not liking it <laughs> Uh, and he says, I bet they're just rain clouds. We've had tons of weird weather lately, and the rainy season just won't quit this year. Okay, so confirmed, it's the rainy season. There you go. Oh, no wonder you love this arc so much. Uh, That's what I was about to say. This is, like, the arc, bitch. It's, like, Mm. constant rain, and all these new guardians are popping up, all these new characters. Ah, it's my arc, let me tell you. So, speaking of the Triangle Isles, we cut to them, specifically the Tomoe Research Institute, which we know is full of cupcakes roses and butterflies you know nothing sinister at all and we cut to the laboratory and i'm still not sure what this animal is that we're presented with because at first i thought it was a dog Mm. but now it kind of looks like a monkey you see this image of an animal being like hooked up to the machine and you know they're they're quite clearly doing an experiment on it so let's just go with an animal it's some animal being tortured it is i'm Uh, leaning more towards a dog than a monkey though a dog okay yeah Sure. But anyway, so it's zapped with all this energy. It's in this like containment, um, containment container, containment container. Is that English? Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. <clears throat> and it, vessel, sure. This like glass vessel that can't get out. That's the point I'm trying to make. Um, but through whatever tri- type of experiment they're trying to do, it turns into a Matt Damon, of course. Uh. And uh, then we cut to Professor Tomoe Soichi, and we see his medallion eye again. And he says it devolved into another Damon defect. Darn. And then here comes Kaori his assistant slash the headmistress of Mugen Academy slash K.O. Mm. Like, she's got quite a resume on her. Yeah. She's the alias queen. The alias queen. Love that. <clears throat> so she says, Professor, it's almost time for contact. He says, all right. And who are they contacting? But of course, Master Pharaoh 90. It's been a while. We haven't really heard from him in a while. Yeah, we haven't. And <clears throat> so we cut to where we've seen before this, like, del- like uh, rundown sort of architecture. I'm going to start referring to it as, I've been calling it the evil fountain, but maybe it's just the evil atrium because it's more than Ooh, just a fountain I like. it's got structure around it so the evil atrium i thought I that like was that. a nice name for it yeah and before i get into the voice acting uh we see the tyrone crystal um is like sort of in this archway in mm. front of the um reflecting pool and it's glowing and we see what we've seen before in previous acts hint hint um two starburst eyes mm. clinging to the darkness yeah <laughs> Yes, very sinister. All right, so let's do this voice acting. George, how are we feeling today? You got the recorder ready? All right, let's do this. So, <laughs> I, I've been practicing. <laughs> oh. 
I'm ready. But I was wondering if I should play it like an older Englishman. Okay. Um, but I haven't really practiced that part because <laughs> I was reading it last night in like a like a like one of the adults from Harry Potter reading it. Okay. And I was like, that's the vibe I feel, but I don't know if I can pull it off. Do it. And now I'm suddenly very self-conscious about it. Are you it. feeling like very like Vassar <laughs> Snake? That kind of Oh, I didn't even or think about even Snape. older, are you going like Dumbledore? No, not quite Dumbledore. I was thinking like Arthur Weasley, Snape era. Yeah. Well, because I don't even Luci- know how is it Lucy? Is he uh, Malfoy's oh, father? Malfoy's father, yeah. Yeah. Because the only of... thing that I can remember, like how Snape sounds, is when he goes, obviously. <sighs> like, that's it. Snape. I Turn to page 394. Rest in peace, Alan Rickman. I love Alan you. Rickman, I know. All right, so I'm just going to I'm just gonna go for it. <clears throat> so Master Pharaoh 90 says, Ah, our source of life, the Tyrone Crystal, it's, its light grows weaker. I need more. Bring me more of this delectable human hostia. I haven't received nearly enough. <gasps> there you works. go. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying real hard. <laughs> yeah, aging the voice works. Okay, good. I'm glad. So then Kaola Knight says, accept my deepest apologies, Master Pharaoh 90, because both her and Professor Tomoe are like kneeling before him, giving mm. him the respect they think he deserves. Mm. Uh, and she says, I promise to prepare you an abundance of hostia before our next interview. And he says, I do hope you are making progress with the vesseling. You know it, it you know it is currently our only means of activity in this world. <laughs> and then Professor Tomoe says, We have been planting eggs into human bodies after their hostia has been removed in an attempt to create vessels. But up to this point, contaminants have been interrupting the process. 90% of our experiments, too, have resulted in devolution. We will need more time if we are to turn them all into complete integrations, such as ourselves. So let's pause there, because that implies that they, that him and Kaola Knight have been tampered with. Because mm. he says, such as ourselves. So, don't know what's going on there, but not liking the sound of it. Doesn't sound good, no. And then Professor Tomoe continues with, and those toxic sailor guardians keep destroying the precious few complete specimens we do have. And then Pharaoh Knight says, toxic sailor guardians, the beings under celestial protection, you must purge those contaminants. There's not a moment to lose. And I want to pause here because there's not a moment to lose. I just want to uh, remind the listeners and ourselves that this is the exact phrasing that Wiseman used. There's not a moment to lose. Because I remember doing the voice acting like, there's not a moment to lose. So I remember it very vividly. So uh, keep that in your bonnet for a later sonnet. (laughs) Um, so faster, uh, faster, faster Marrow 90. Is that what I was about to call him? Faster Marrow 90, faster. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <sighs> uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm just like sitting here with my hands, my head in my hands, like, dear God. Okay, take two. <laughs> Master Pharaoh 90. <laughs> 
he says, then it will be only a matter of patience until I have regained my power and the vesseling is complete. This planet will become our second home. No one will stand in our way. And then <laughs> Kaolinite says, I shall waste no time eliminating these Sailor Guardians and their planetary protection. You have my word. And Pharaoh 90 says, Sailor Moon. And meanwhile, while he's monologuing, he's looking into the reflecting pool and it's reflecting our last battle that Sailor Moon commenced with. Mm. Uh, good old Villowy, R.I.P. And then he says, Her intense light erases my daemons in a single instant. Its radiance is beyond description. Is that the hostia of Sailor Moon? The hostia of mere humans is nothing compared to that power. Its radiance so closely resembles that of our Tyrone crystal, our source of life. However, beside it, amid the lights of planetary protection, ominous lights flicker in and out of view. The lights that will bring us to ruin. The time of their awakening is near. <laughs> Oh. Yes. And then Kaolinite is thinking, the light that will bring us to ruin, the three talismans amid the light of planetary protection? Because y'all know we had to have some sort of repetition. Yeah. So then Pharaoh 90 ends this uh, conversation with that radiance of Sailor Moons, that infinite power, make it ours and quickly to revive our kind. Let the ruin approach. We will expunge it. <laughs> we will be the bringers of ruin to the Sailor Guardians and the humans of this world. <laughs> and oh, <laughs> I've done a laugh like that. A, a maniacal laugh in a while. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so good all right had to take a sip of water after that one mm. all right so then uh professor tomoe and kaolinite are retreating from the evil atrium and they're walking back into the institute and uh professor tomoe says i think the master's mood has improved since those contaminating sailor guardians have appeared being a sarcastic little bitch um also i guess we just need to point out that apparently uh soichi tomoe is evil because he's communing with master pharaoh 90 mm. so our suspicions about him being not the greatest i guess are low-key confirmed yeah i mean yeah i wasn't gonna give him dad of the year but <laughs> yeah definitely not dad of the year that's for damn sure no. because i'm her father anyway uh and her mother i'm all yes. she needs no i'm just kidding <laughs> so kaolinite's listening to soichi go on and on and on and she's like thinking to herself listen to him he has no idea what i've been through and so they break away and she heads to the reflecting pool she goes back to the evil atrium and she's thinking my reflecting pool hasn't given me a single clue about the secret of the sailor guardian's power or how to find the talismans that will bring that will supposedly bring us to ruin sailor guardians annoying pests so she taps on the reflecting pool and uh, we hear someone say Kaolinite behind her. And it looks suspiciously like one of the outfits that one of the Witches Five would wear. Oh, love mm. that. And um, Kaolinite looks back at this being, because we haven't met her yet. And she says, the master has expressed his wishes. He demands that we gather large quantities of Hostia. And the this member of the Witches Five transforms into a Mugen Academy mm. outfit. It's almost like it's a pattern, y'all. It's almost Ooh. like it's a pattern. So she says, I am the leader of the athletics class, and I have been placed in charge of the academy's botanical garden. And there's nothing I despise more than shoddy, half-hearted work like Villouise. So she's already critiquing her fellow witch, R.I.P. Yeah. 
And then she says, I am Telu, level 404, and I will gather the finest of Hostia. The Hostia master most desires, that of the Sailor Guardians. And I will take for him the power that so resembles the Tyron crystal. Um, and we get a close-up of her face, and she's got vibrant green hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's uh, got some earrings, some like double uh, bald earrings. I don't know how else to describe it other than to say that but they're stacked on top of each other (laughs) um and she's got the black star on her forehead and some like in in crystal it's like vines across her hair yes so i'm gonna go with vines because you know plants whatever all right so i love this next scene so good and so happy to see some characters uh, we cut to Juban Public Elementary School. That's right, y'all. It's Chibiusa's time to shine. <laughs> and we close in on this, like, array of food, which I'm here for. And Chibiusa's teacher... Now, I did look up to see if Chibiusa's teacher has a name, and I couldn't find one. So just know that I did the research, y'all, but came back empty-handed. Um, but anyway, she says, Well, everyone, you'll be happy to know that the kids and teachers from the other classes were very impressed impressed with the arts and crafts sculptures we displayed in the hallway. Oh, so maybe this isn't food. (laughs) (laughs) But doesn't it look like food? (laughs) (laughs) It does. Particularly that one in the top right looks like a pastry of some... Exactly! It's a pie or something. That's why I thought it was like a slice of cake or something. (laughs) (laughs) My bad! And I watched the fucking episode of Crystal. <laughs> and a bunch of a bunch of grapes on the far left. Right, and then like what looks like a little microwave or a piece yeah, of bread. Yeah, it looks like a microwave. <laughs> yeah. So I had food on the brain. I ate before this, y'all. I apologize. And I haven't eaten, so I'm hungry. Oh yeah, I don't blame you. So then uh, the teacher says the display is over. So did everybody get their piece back? And Chibius is like, yes. And she has her, of course, her uh, self-crafted legendary holy grail. Self-crafted. Yeah. And the teacher says, now then, our task this week is to give a gift to someone we care about. So let's all give our sculptures to someone who means a lot to us. Your father, your mother, maybe your best friend. It can be thanks for all they do for you. And Chibius is listening to this and just, she's like taking it all in. She's not sure who she's going to give hers to. And she's looking down at the Holy Grail and she's like, aw, after I finally made my own legendary Holy Grail, now I have to give it away? And there's this amazing fourth wall breaking image of bunny usagi mm-hmm. looking angry as shit and she says you mean got someone to make for you she's pissed <laughs> at the mere notion she is chibiusa looks at her friend momo we get to see momo again we haven't seen her for a little no, while momo. Oh, uh, since, i guess I know, I'm so excited! Um, So she says, what are you doing with yours, Momo? And Momo says, it's actually my mom's birthday. I'm going to give it to her. It's a picture frame. So that's super cute. And then uh, someone says, you can have this Chibiusa and sets it on Chibiusa's desk. Cute. Um, So yeah, it's a Sailor Moon pin holder. And that's what Momo says. And she says, wow, Kaiusuke, that's so good. And it's it's like this embossed image of uh, Sailor Moon, like coming out like, uh, coming 
out of the the pen holder. It looks so cute. Yeah, I love it's very that. cute. Oh and yeah. Sorry, I couldn't see it properly because reading glasses. But oh I, yeah. Now I can see it. Yeah, it's. I so was kind of cute. looking at it, thinking like, "Where's Sailor Moon in this?" But I see it there. Oh yeah. So Chibiusa says, "Why are you giving it to me?" And Kayusuke is like, "What? Um, because uh, because I think of you as kind of a partner in crime. It's a symbol of our friendship." Okay. Oh, and uh, clearly he has a crush on Chibiusa, mm-hmm. and I love it. Uh, so cute. See, in Crystal, he says something a little bit different. He says, "Like you're one of my best friends, and I just want to show you that I appreciate you," or something like that. And I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, Kayusuke!" <laughs> uh, god love him with his green hair. Lots of green hair lately. Uh oh, mm. this is the green hair chapter. <laughs> Anyway, so Chibiusa hears that phrase, a symbol of our friendship, and she immediately thinks of Hotaru. Mm-hmm. And she looks at, down at the Holy Grail and she says, I I think I'll give mine to Hotaru. And Momo's like, Hotaru? That old bitch? And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's like, uh, you mean that older girl you met at Mugen Academy the other day? And Chibius is like, yep. And you know what? She's really pretty and really mysterious. Mm-hmm. Oh, both Kayusuke Kai- and Momo are like, uh-huh. And it does say that they're a little jealous. And they're just oh, like, yeah. that's fine, you know? Especially Kayusuke is probably like, I gave mine to you, but, uh, I know, okay. right? <laughs> I would be the same. I'd be feeling what they're feeling. I know. So then we cut back to Mugen Academy, of course, our focal point of this arc. And specifically up to Hataru walking around campus. And she's got her bag with her. I love that image of her with like the those like shapes around her head. It looks so mm. cute. Um, and it's raining, of course. It's still raining. <clears throat> and some nearby students are talking shit about Hataru. So uh, consider these girls missing persons, because I've taken care of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've taken fucking care of it. That's all I'll say. Uh, because the first girl says, that's uh, that's Hataru Tomoe from sixth year. Has her bag with her. Do you think she's leaving early again? And the other girl says, well, I'm guessing she's not very healthy. She wears those long sleeves and tights all year around. She's sort of gloomy, isn't she? She <laughs> always has this blank look in her eyes. Uh, and the other girl says, everybody knows she's a freak. Of course oh. she is. Her dad's that weirdo professor. Oh. Like I said, uh, don't worry about it because it's been taken care of. Um, Good. I have taken care of the bullying and let me just say that they will uh, no longer be able to bully. Let's put it that way. Well, Father Justin stepped in. <laughs> yes. Uh, parental guardian. That's mm-hmm. me. Instead of a sailor guardian, I'm a parental guardian. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, right as they're saying, I don't think she has any friends, Hataru gets hit with, like, um, one of her her pain inflictions, one of her attacks. Mm. And she spills all her things all over the floor. Poor baby. Uh. And she's struggling to try to pick it up. And one of these goddamn bitches... Fuck, uh. uh, yes. ...steps on her pencil case... And it's like, oh, I'm so sorry, uh, Hataru Tomoe-senpai. Uh, and then the other girl sa- is laughing and says, should we help you pick up your things? Ugh, and bitches. 
but I love this moment. Hataru says, or no, uh, Hataru like reaches for the metal pin case that's on the floor. And they're like, uh, Tomoe senpai, like you good sis. (laughs) And Hataru picks up the metal pencil case, gives this has to go on Sailor Manga Pod because she gives them this most evil fucking look. And she's got like these beady eyes and she crushes the metal pencil case in one fail swoop of her fist. Crushes it to shit this is heavy metal hataru bitch you better watch the fuck out (laughs) you better watch out bitch because she is not taking any of it and the two girls are shook yeah absolutely shook and they're like uh what she just crushed a metal pencil case in her bare hand and hataru scoops up her stuff and starts to walk away she's like you're lucky i didn't do this to your goddamn face she learned it from her me don't worry she can take care of herself i got it covered um so they're thinking i didn't think she could glare like that she was like a whole other person it's like yeah that's what happens when you fucking bully people they snap exactly god damn it anyway so then we cut to where are we are we like catch me outside right so i think we're at school is where i think we are that's what it looks like but it's raining um and it's just so peaceful and nice uh laid back i love it and we cut to usagi we finally finally here with usagi and she's just glaring out the window glaring in in space and ami and mako are with her and mako goes up to her and it's like why the long face usagi you look like a lovesick puppy and Usagi's you know jarred at first and she's like I'm not lovesick but she's like low-key crying and (laughs) I love this part Mako's not buying it Mako has a sweat drop and she's thinking don't tell me and in Mako's thought bubble she has Haruka and Mamo and above Haruka is like a heart with like little dings above the heart and (laughs) Mamoru is X'd out. (laughs) And above his head, I guess this is like fourth wall breaking Mamo. He's like, why am I X'd out? Usa! (laughs) I love it. It's so good. I know. And then it says, I was right next to it. But that's Mako, of course. Mm -mm. And Usagi's just like, So Usagi finally says, it's Haruka and Michiru. I need to see them. Let's find out where they live. We have to find them and talk to them. We're all Sailor Guardians, so why does it have to be like this? Why do we have to keep fighting each other? I have to find them and ask them. Go ahead, Usagi, a woman of action. I know. Absolutely. Just, just like, check me out, Venus. I'm channeling yeah, from Nico. I love mm-hmm. it. So then we get some ding-dongs. The Wraith is here. Uh, the school bell rings. And Mako's like, Ugh, oh no, I have to get to club. And Ami's like, ooh, me too. And then, so they leave. And Usagi's like, mm, so much for my friends. Or they're about to leave. And he says, so much for my friends. You don't even care. And she starts to like sob. <laughs> <laughs> and Mako says, whatever, whatever happening. Wait, shit, take two. Whatever happens is going to happen, Usagi. And Ami says, for now, we just need to do what we can. And I'm thinking to myself, well, she wants to talk to them. So that's what she can do. You yes. Know? But instead, Ami uh, says, and don't you have some remedial classes to get to, Usagi? Mm, <laughs> and Usagi's like, no, yeah. And <laughs> Usagi walks away, leaving Mako and Ami to just worry about her from afar, I guess. 
Well, maybe if they'd let her. And a little speak, supportive. She could have sort of gotten it off her chest. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. Uh, not the best um, portrayal of their friendship, but hmm. okay. So then we cut to Gardening Club, which, of course, Mako is a part of. We know she's a she's got a, a very successful green thumb, usually. Yes. And there's this rando uh, person in there. I'm not sure if this is the professor or not. I don't know. He uh, looks quite young. But... He does look very young. I'm assuming maybe he's like the club president. We'll go with mm. that. He says, we have so many different plants in the flower beds and greenhouses since you joined up, Mako. And Mako's just in her element. She's inspecting this flower and she's like singing to herself. And she's like, is that right? And she's just in her own little world. She's just so happy. And he says, what's your favorite flower, Mako? And she says, the Sasanqua camellia. Uh, I've heard of camellias before. I have. The specific uh, Sasanqua I've never heard of. No, I haven't. Um, But if it's Mako and if I know Mako, I'm sure it's beautiful. Um, And we get this image of her. She looks so fucking cute right there when she says her favorite flower. And there's presumably these same flowers drawn next to her. It looks Mm. so cool. And then she says, and speak, or she's thinking to herself, and speaking of camellias, oh no, they always remind me of my old senpai. And she's like in her own, own little world thinking about her, her past love. Yeah. And it says she's not listening to him because he keeps talking. <clears throat> but then he says, is it true that your place is full of plants? And she says, yep, but they're not too happy these days. And that goes for the regular house plants and the flowers. I guess it's because of all the weird weather with temperature jumping up and down all over the place. And he says, oh, that reminds me. Did you hear about the house plant that everybody's obsessed with lately? It's called Taloon. Speaking about house plants. Oh, yeah. I have successfully managed to keep my house plants alive for two years now um and we got a new one we bought a new one at the start that usually like plants come to my house to die as i'm sure a lot of people <laughs> um but paul bought this like kind of huge like fern type thing and that's still alive as well so we're both nice. channeling our inner sailor jutas and uh i yeah, love it we've kept two plants alive we love nice, the called, nice plant lydia i'm not sure what paul's called here so i need to check <laughs> i love that y'all have named the plants love you've got it. to name them <laughs> Uh, so yeah this new plant is called Taloon hmm that sounds familiar Um, and Maka's like, Taloon, what, what the fuck is that? And he says, it's a shrub you don't need to water. It grows by absorbing the water in the air. It's all the rage. That sounds Get good. me a plant like that. Yeah, yeah. that sounds amazing. <laughs> and he further explains they're selling a ton of them over at Mug- the Mugen Botanical Gardens. Yeah, of course they yeah. are. Mm-hmm. That place is huge and it was all kinds of, ra- it has all kinds of rare and unusual plants. We should go as a club sometime. And Maka's just like, like, hmm. hmm. So then we cut to the Crown Game Center. I was really confused about where this was taking place, but watching Crystal, uh, they're in the moon layer. Yeah. They're in in the good old command center. And we have Ami being like, it's just like we suspected. Mugen Academy is infested with death busters. And Minako says, which means it might be their secret headquarters. Do you think the administration is against us too? And I, I thought this was already confirmed because, oh no, Michiru and Haruka saw Kaolinite. 
Yeah. As a headmistress, not Ami. So and they're bad. not working as a team, are they? So Yeah, you know, the amount of information that they all could know if they worked together. Yeah. But anyway. Um just just send in heavy metal Hataru in there to beat up the bitches. She's ready. No. Oh shit. She's is. fucking ready for it. But anyway, uh Ami says, You mean Professor Tomoe? I couldn't tell how many of them have been brainwashed by the enemy. But ostensibly, Mugen Academy is just a normal school with normal students. It's too soon to make any moves. And Minako says or no, that's Ray. Excuse me. Ray says, but if we don't do something, they could expand their influence while we're dragging our heels. And I love the way that Naoko has sort of set up these panels because we get this top image of Ami and then it cuts to Minako yeah. and then it cuts back to Ami and it completes Ami's outfit. Yes. And then it uh, goes to Ray who has part of Ami's al- outfit in her panel. It's just yeah. a really cool puzzle piecing the way that she's done it. I yeah, love it, it is. I don't think I'd have particularly noticed that as well if you hadn't uh, pointed it out. It's very clever. Yeah. Again, we applaud the artwork. Absolutely. So then Minako, this is Minako, right? Yeah. Minako says, so it's just like with the Black Moon, the enemy is just going to keep sending more of their minions into our society. And before anyone knows it, there'll be a huge army. We definitely don't want that. And then she looks at the cats because they're click clacking away on their computers because we know that they love newspapers and computers. (laughs) And she says, Luna, Artemis, what are you looking at? And Luna says, the area around the Triangle Isles. I noticed a while ago that it's been giving us abnormal energy readings, especially around Maginzu Isle. No matter what what I try to measure, the numbers don't make sense. What is the enemy doing? It's making me nervous. So then, uh, is this is that Usagi? Yeah, I think this is Usagi. She says, Professor Tomoe, I don't know about that face. It looks fishy. Because they brought up uh, <laughs> Professor Tomoe's profile on the computer. They're on his LinkedIn. Yeah, his LinkedIn, <laughs> as before. And Usagi's reading it, and she says, Professor of Genetic Engineering, owner of Magenzu, corporate represent- representative of the Tomoe Research Institute and Mugen Academy? Wow. <gasps> it says he has a daughter. And <laughs> then it brings up an image of Hataru. And she thinks to herself, Hataru Tomoe? That's Hataru. That's yes. the mysteri- that's Hataru Hataru. <laughs> <laughs> the mysterious girl that Chibiusa and I saved the other day. And I just want to point this out. I thought this was really interesting. On the the profile that it has for Hotaru, it says that she's a sixth year student at Mugen Academy Elementary. She was born January 6th, which makes her Capricorn. Um, and but her birth date is 1990 blank. Oh. See, it has like an X there. I it's almost as, yeah. yeah, it's like 199X, almost as if they don't know her exact date of birth. Mm. Interesting. Oh, and her blood type is AB, in case y'all wanted to know. Uh, but yeah, she's she's a Capricorn. Love that for her. Uh, so she's hard-headed. So she really is heavy metal Hataru. I love she it. She is. My mom's a <laughs> Oh, is she? Nice. Mm-hmm. So then um, Usagi's thinking, wait a minute. Chibiusa said she made friends with her. She's even gone to her house to play. Is that safe? So she's a little worried about uh, Hataru being connected to Professor Tomoe. Uh, but then we get this really cute, we cut to the girls out on uh, walking around town. And I love this image of all five of them yeah. in their umbrellas, walking together in the rain. They're walking down the street together. It's just really cute. And I love it. I love the fact as well. Mm-hmm. And I can relate to this. Is that Mina's sharing her umbrella with Usagi? Because Usagi obviously forgot her. Exactly. And that's something that I would do. I'm just so scattered. And it really completes and makes Usagi's character consistent. Because of course mm. she would forget her umbrella. Yeah. She wouldn't yeah. be prepared at all, which I never no. am. 
<laughs> it's just wonderful character detailing that Naoko does in I those know. little small instances. It's great. Because she could have easily given them Heard all umbrellas. Yeah. yeah. Let's also keep in mind that Usagi has the disguise pin, which we know can turn into an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> so even more so, she probably left the pin at home. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that she's happily, um, she's not even helping Mina with the umbrella either. She's just happily standing under it. <laughs> <laughs> Which again, <laughs> relatable. <laughs> uh, we love it. Oh. So then they come upon this flower shop called Mami- Mamiana. There we go. Mamiana. Honestly, when I've read it last night, I was like, Mamiana, here I go. Oh. Telloon. Yes, we have it for you. Mamiana. Oh, let me go. <laughs> I came up with that rhyme on the spot. <laughs> I love it. Oh, you'd think I was in musical theater as as in high school, but I was not. Hashtag uh, Abba Reunion. <laughs> yeah, they're coming out with a new album. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right, so we're at Mami Yana, and it says that they have just in, they got Teloon. So they're a confirmed Teloon distributor, even though it was previously only at the Botanical Gardens. So they must be that popular if they're getting distribution rights. Bitch. Oh, yeah. It's like Bad Blockbuster, like everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> People are at it again. The people of Juban, man. Back. Mm-hmm. So the like, yeah, they never did because they keep falling for all this bullshit. So Maka's like, oh, wait a minute. And she sees again that they have Teloon. And so they go up to it and she's like, this is it. This is Teloon, the plant that grows without water. I guess Mugen Botanical Gardens is distributing it throughout other shops now. And it doesn't really look like a remarkable plant. It's just like a little leafy sort of shrub um, in this, you know, plain looking pot. It doesn't plant look- Lydia is so much prettier. <laughs> we stand plant Lydia. Mm. Um, but I do love the intricate designs that Naoko's put on the leaves. It looks really cool. Yeah. And uh, Mako, is that Mako? Oh no, this is the shop owner. The shop owner says, oh, those, those are our best sellers right now. They're so easy to care for. You don't have to give them a drop of water. And in a week, you'll have a beautiful pink flower that smells amazing. And I just love that. I, I know that this probably wasn't intentional, but the fact that it blooms a pink flower. And if you remember, Maka wears pink flower earrings. She does. So I just love little details like that. Hmm. Um, so then we go, They uh, Mako gets her Teloon, and then Mako is sharing Minako's umbrella. So I guess uh, Usagi had to bum off Ami's, I guess. <laughs> or Ray's. <laughs> Ray would not let her. Ami Ray would. Ray would have Ray, been like, "I'm sorry, you should have brought your own." Exactly what I was gonna say. And Ami is like, "Okay, Zagi, I guess as long as you promise to study." I love Marco's little tongue sticking out. I know, as she's oh. like admiring the plant. So cute. I adore her so much. I know, me too. So Miniko says, "You really do like your plants, don't you, Mako?" And Mako says, "I was just a little curious." about this one it's a cultivar 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 i've mm. never seen before i don't know what that word means but i'm assuming it just means type i'm of gonna google cultivar. yeah please do Wait, i feel like we haven't done a google in a while yeah do the do the good cultivar. old google a plant variety that has been produced in cultivation by selective breeding cultivars mm-hmm. are usually designed in the style ta- taxis Bugatta? Oh. oh. Whatever okay. that is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it says origin 1920s blend of variety. Hmm. Does that does that help? 
uh, plant that people have bred for desired traits. That's there better. it is. There it is. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes more sense. Which are reproduced in each new generation by a method such as grafting, tissue culture, or carefully controlled seed production. Grafting, you can do that in The Sims. Graft plants <gasps> onto other plants. Oh, that's amazing. We yeah. love the, We love that. We love a cross-platform. Anyway, there you go. Alright, well, there we go. I'm glad we are armed with the information now. Thank you, Wikipedia. Thanks, Google. <laughs> yeah, I'm still not donating money. I feel like we no, sorry. Yeah. Maybe later. Yeah, maybe. So then we cut to the Sakino household, and Usagi is coming in. Of course, it's still down. It's downpouring at this point. It is. Uh, so who walked her home because she didn't have an umbrella? Army probably walked her home. Yeah, she probably did. She would. Yeah, she looked so out of her way. Yeah. So she announces she's home, and who's there to meet her at the door? But Chibiusa, because Chibiusa's on her way the fuck out. Oh. She's putting on her shoes, and Chibiusa's smart enough to have an umbrella near her. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. Usagi says, "What, Chibiusa? Where are you going?" And Chibiusa says, "Hatari's house." And Usagi's like, ah, "I'm going with you." And Chibiusa's like, "What? No!" <laughs> and Usagi says, "Excuse me, it's pouring rain outside, and it's already dark. I'm going with I, you." Why are, are the parents not? Yeah, where's Ikuko? Where's Kenji? Like Kenji, Papa. I'm. Um, yeah. <laughs> maybe he's he's still dealing with his magazine, and maybe he's still at the office. Who knows? Oh yeah, Echo at the office. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, call me Daddy Moon Secretary. <laughs> uh, I don't know where that came from. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, here we go with the side, inappropriate side fanfic. <laughs> Yeah. And oh, I shouldn't say that because I love Ikuko. I'm sorry, Ikuko. I love you. Daddy Moon doesn't love Ikuko. <laughs> God. Anyway, we get this really cool image of the rain downpouring across Juban, which I love. Like we see the <laughs> triangle aisles and all the rain pouring down. It's great. And then we close in on the Tomoe Research Institute. That building on the right. Now I don't know if it's uh-huh. just my blind ass, but doesn't it look like it's got two evil eyes? Um, halfway down I don't see it but I support you (laughs) I see it and I'm happy Okay. Well, I mean, that's fair. It, it should have an evil face on it. So, I I also love this, that uh, Chibiusa only knows, like, where Hatari lives through this institute. Like, through the front doors of this random-ass institute in yeah. Mukenzu. But uh, we get this cool shot of all the rain, and they just immediately walk in. <laughs> no security in this bitch. And Usagi's <laughs> like, what? Chibiusa, you can't just walk in! And Hatari's like, well, or Hataru. Uh, Chibius is like, well, I couldn't find an intercom. It's fine. Hello. <laughs> she just doesn't give a shit. Oh, I absolutely adore that child. Ugh, she pays them no mind, and I mm-hmm. live for it. So then Usagi feels a chill behind her, and of course, it's Kaori. And Kaori says, what brings you to our institute, my dear little trespassers? And both Chibius and Usagi are like, uh-oh. <laughs> and then Hataru comes from around the corner and she's like, those are my guests, Kaori. And uh, is that Chibiusa? Yeah, Chibiusa says, Hataru! And in, it doesn't say it now, but uh, in Crystal, Hataru's like, my room's this way, let's go. And so they follow, Chibius and Usagi follow Hataru and Kaori is watching them and Kaori is thinking, but she never has guests. So she's critiquing Hataru's uh, company. Yeah. 
But Hataru makes tea for them, which I think is really cute. Love her teacups. They're very flowery and floral. What kind of tea do you think it would be? I'm just Googling uh, herbal teas to think. Yeah, I don't know what kind of tea she would have. Oh, maybe she'd have like um, peppermint and licorice tea. (gasps) Absolutely, yeah. I see that. I've never had a licorice tea, though. I don't like licorice, so I'd be choking that down. I'm indifferent. Like, I don't mind it. I don't hate it. So, Or just licorice. Maybe not even the peppermint. Maybe just licorice. Licorice tea. Yeah, that's her vibe. Yeah. I'd like, I'd have to down that shit in one because I'd like to say I didn't like it, but. Right. You put enough sugar in it and I'll drink it. Oh, no. (laughs) So uh, she sets down the tea in front of them and she says, So what's going on? What brings you here to see me today? And uh, Chibius is like, Guess what? I made this in arts and crafts at school and I wanted to give it to you as a gift, Hataru. And she whips out the legendary Holy Grail. So cute. But Usagi does not think it's cute. Because <laughs> she's like, Chibiusa, you, that's Mama and I worked really hard to make that Holy Grail for you. And we get this close-up image of the Holy Grail. Love seeing the detail again. Super, yeah. super intricate. Love it. But Chibiusa disregards Usagi's um, outburst and just says, this week is give a gift to someone you care about week. My friend gave hers to her mom, but I just kind of thought as a symbol of our friendship, maybe I could give mine to Hataru. And that sweet little face, that sweet goddamn little face. I know. Oh my god. And Hataru is floored. She, she's. It looks like she's blushing a little bit. And Usagi's like, uh-huh, whatever. Are you sure you don't want to give it to Mamo? <laughs> <laughs> not her completely reading i know the shade but chibiusa just says well since you you and mamo both helped me with it it wouldn't be fair to give it to just him and usagi's like ah damn it now i can't be mad at her true (laughs) but hataru says uh chibiusa it sounds like you asked people you care about to make this for you in that case you shouldn't give it to me you should keep it and share it with them oh Hataru. You raised her so well. I know I did such a good job. (laughs) (laughs) My heavy metal Hataru. My mom Uh. never. The Gemini making the cake this way, please. I always go back to that for some reason. Yeah, I can't imagine why. It's just like a perfect example. Yeah. And I love that we get like the tea, the cups again and all these flowers around Hataru. So pretty. Mm. But then close in on Hataru's face and she says, thank you, Chibiusa. And she looks so fucking cute. It's just that bobbed hair and the bangs. I'm here for it. Yes. Take me back to the hairdressers because I'm going to take that picture in and say, make me look like this. (laughs) please do i support it so usagi and uh chibiusa are looking at hataru and i think it's chibiusa though is thinking well it's probably both of them thinking Mm. deep dark eyes almost like they're pulling me in like they know everything and usagi gets starts to fidget and she's like um excuse me may i use your restroom she had too much licorice tea. <laughs> Goes right through you. <laughs> Goes right through you. And Hazaru says, down at the end of the hall. And she's like, thanks. And she leaves. And as soon as she leaves, 
Hataru gets another one of her attacks and she falls to the floor and Shibuya is yelling, Hataru! And Hataru's like writhing on the floor, (sighs) clutching, and she's also wearing her all black turtleneck, all black miniskirt. I know. Her black miniskirt, black tights. Ugh. Love. My goth child queen. Um, but she's thinking, I'm having more of these fits lately. I hear someone's voice in my head calling me. It happened at school today, too. I felt everything start to fade away. I don't remember anything after that. And Chibiusa comes up to Hataru and she's like, Hataru? And, uh, she gets no, no response. And then Hataru gets her, her heavy metal beady eyes again. Oh, yeah. Like, she's being taken over. Exactly. (gasps) It's like, I was gonna do, it was some kind of, like, Evanescence song. Isn't this? like a line oh. in the Evanescence song taking me over or something like that just flashed into my head oh and probably, probably. Yeah. it probably I mean that fits Evanescence to me yeah. are we googling it I am Evanescence song called taking me over and oh, that look at you so yeah she gets she gets she has taking me over by evanescence blaring inside her head that's the voice (laughs) she heard and she gets her her beady eyes and she reaches for chibiusa's brooch (laughs) and as soon as she touches it she says oh that feels so much better when i'm touching your amulet i can feel myself getting stronger and she's like sort of back to herself and chibiusa's like really stronger by britney spears yes stronger than yesterday um then hataru says it's easily a hundred times more powerful than my amulet what is it where does that power come from so chibiusa says it's the mystical silver crystal and then deep inside of hataru there's this other voice that as soon as she starts to speak comes out of her mouth and it doesn't sound anything like her and she says the mystical silver crystal and chibiusa's like hataru and hataru clasps her hands over her mouth because she doesn't know what the fuck just came out of her mouth because it sure as hell wasn't her voice and she's thinking what what am i doing and shibuyus is just sort of standing there and doesn't know what the hell is going on not you baby i know poor thing and she's thinking i just felt an indescribable hunger for chibuyus's amulet why so she's confused she feels like she's being her body's being taken over She's still having these painful attacks. My girl is going through it. Mm -hmm. So Chibius is just kind of like standing by. She doesn't know what to do. And Hatari is thinking, it was like like that other person inside me was doing the talking. Mm -hmm. She's like full on Linda Blair, the exorcist. Yes, exactly. And of course, who's listening outside the door but fucking Kaori slash Kaol and I. Looking hot as shit. She does look very stylish in that dress. Oof. Mm. And that braid on top of her hair. Oh, we stand. Oh, you know I love a braid. I know. So do I. And she's uh, she's thinking mystical silver crystal. So she heard <sighs> it. So then we cut to Usagi in the bathroom, and there's this cute little bubble that says wipe wipe. <laughs> Love it. And she's thinking She's some wiping mo- her hands. She's washed her hands after. Yeah, she's washing her hands. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Good girl. So she's thinking, so Mugen Academy is right behind this research facility. Because she sees Mugen Academy out of the bathroom window. And she's like, I bet anything there's an animal testing room in here just like the one Ami told us about. And so she's going to go exploring because, of course. It's and she's her, thinking, little, her little face, like, peeping with around. With the tongue her. sticking out. It's very, it's like um, in Dead by Daylight, the uh, scream ghost face peeping around. Oh, the yeah. Oh, that scares me. But she's got a little tongue poking out, so it's 
cute. So it's cute. <laughs> so then we get this flashback panel of one of the Matt Damons as Usagi is thinking, this is this is where that monster came from the night we saved Tataru. But what do they research at this lab anyway? Yeah, and so she's yeah. walking down the hallway and then she feels a chilly hand on her shoulder. And she's like, yeah! and it's Soichi Tomoe, yeah. the professor himself, looking very sinister in that panel. Yeah. And he says, might I ask what you're looking for? And she's like, oh, um, well, I was looking for Hataru's room and I got lost. <laughs> she blurts it all out. That's he's like, okay. Yeah, exactly. And he says, oh, you're a friend of Hataru's. And so he leads her back to Hataru's room and is like, Hataru? And she's like, Papa? And he says, it's time for your checkup. And she's, I guess she's a little embarrassed by him mentioning that, because I mm. probably would be. Yeah. But Usagi doesn't, like, wait for any sort of signal. She's like, oh, well, we'll just be on our way then. And she grabs Shibuyusa, and on the way out, Shibuyusa's like, bye-bye, see you later. And they both wave to Hataru. And right as Usagi is about to leave, she's like, so that's Professor Tomoe, thinking to herself. Yeah, because they've been Googling him, haven't they? Yeah, exactly. And she's thinking, his hand was cold and hard, like ice. It almost didn't feel human. Mm -hmm. Dun, dun, dun. So we have a little reprieve from the rain as we follow Usagi and Shibuyusa out on the town, walking across town. It's bustling. It's very busy. You know, it's nighttime. Everyone's looking out for a good night out. Yeah, uh, hashtag sims get together <laughs> exactly and uh usagi's thinking i'm going to bed early tonight that was too scary but chibiusa sees what she thinks is a familiar <gasps> face in the crowd and Sorry. she sees <laughs> <That's a weird laughs> no you're i love it because i'm right there with you she sees a woman with dark skin and dark green hair with a bun <sighs> and chibiusa's like <gasps> And she she sees this woman again through like the the bustling crowd, and she's like, "Is that dot dot dot?" And Usagi turns around, and she's like, "Chibiusa." And then Chibiusa's like, oh, "She's gone." So she's not even sure that she really saw her, but she could have sworn she saw her old friend Pluto. Yeah. And How I know. <laughs> so she grabs Usagi's hand, and she's like, "But but it can't be. She wouldn't just be walking around town because obviously." she saw her die and surely she'd come back and say hi if she'd been yeah (laughs) so then we cut to uh mako's apartment hey mako love it fancy so we see this inside of her of her place some plants the plants have seen better days you know they look a little yeah not looking great they look a little bit tired they do and minako is with her and she's like wow i haven't been to your place in ages mako do you have even more plants now and as Mako is checking on one of her hanging plants, she's like, yeah, but they're not very happy. Maybe it's all the rain. And she goes over to her new Teloon plant. Mm. And she's like, oh, there's a card on it. Teloon, bred by Lulu Terano, director, Mugen Academy. Huh. Yeah, mm. maybe not the best. So <clears throat> this Lulu Terano is the, the proprietor of Teloon. And instantly, both girls start to feel sleepy. And Mako says, I'm getting kind of sleepy. And Minako says, yeah, I'm just so tired. And Mako is instantly thrown into a dream. And she's thinking, something smells nice. It's hard to breathe. And she sees a figure. She's like, who's there? And then she says, she's dreaming 
learning of her old senpai, who we finally get a name for. And his mm. name is Nichogi. Mm. And she's like, Nichogi senpai? And he's saying, Mako, Mako, the flowers are in bloom. And then all of a sudden, Mako hears, hey, Mako! Do what? Is that code for something? I know, I don't know. It's like, can you bloom my flower? Yeah. So then Minako says, Hey, Mako! And Mako's like, Huh? Oh, it's just Mina. So she was hoping that it was, you know, actually Nichogi. And she's thinking, I feel so sluggish. And Minako says, Mako, look over here! And it's the Telun plant, which has already started to blossom. Ugh. And Mako's thinking, what? There's already a bud on Telun? That's impossible! And then Mina says, Mako, look at the other plants! It's awful! And no. all the plants we saw earlier that were looking a little tired are now devastatingly wilted. I mean, they're, I don't know that there's any coming back from how bad they look now oh devastated yeah and mako (laughs) picks up a knife (laughs) (laughs) and mina minako's like uh mako and mako takes the knife and she slashes the fuck out of the telune plant i mean fair she's like i can put two to two and two together bitch and it equals four as in foreclosure for your ass telling <laughs> out of here <laughs> so she she splits open the telloon plant and this dark energy escapes from it oh. yeah and so they're both watching the dark energy remains swirl out of the telloon plant and they're like does this mean what we think it means so then we cut to Magenzu Station because, as we know, uh, Usagi and Shibuya are trying to get back home after leaving Hataru's. Mm. And Usagi's looking up at a map of Magenzu, which shows Tenozu Building, Meozu Building, and Kaiozu Building. Mm. And she's like, just like Haruka and Michiru's last names. Oh. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all four girls are here, and Mako's like, Usagi, Chibiusa! And they turn around, and Usagi's like, Mako, girls, what's wrong? Where, where are you going? And Mako says, Mugen Botanical Guardians, it's the enemy. And Chibiusa's like, <laughs> Guardians. <laughs> Did I say Guardians? <laughs> the way I didn't even notice. <laughs> Did I say Mugen Botanical Guardians? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I did not even notice. <laughs> I kept going too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for it. Anyway, yes. It does say Guardians, not it. Guardians. <laughs> So yeah, then Chibius is like the enemy. Um, also, shout out to Usagi's outfit. Her dress oh, yeah. looks really cute. But not as cute as... Yeah, not as cute as the two people who pass by Usagi in that moment. And Usagi's like, <gasps> because it's Haruka and Michiru. Of course it is. Michiru's dresses. Oh. I uh, know that black top and that like assumingly white skirt. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And Haruka is wearing like a black top showing her midriff and like a black skirt. This is the first time we've ever seen Haruka in like female presenting clothing. Yeah. Uh, so it's very, very cool to see. But right after Usagi calls after them, they split. They're like, oh shit, here we go again. <laughs> Sailor Guardian Civil War Part 2. So she's like, wait! And Usagi just runs after them. She's like, fuck the dilemma. Oh, yeah, I'm running falls. after Haruka and Michiru. Because as we saw earlier, she really wants to talk to them. Yeah. So she's thinking, why do you always run away, Haruka? Don't you want to talk to us? 
this. Clearly so, not. Clearly not. So we get to the Tenozu Condominium Tower. And Usagi's like, this is the tallest building on Tenozu. And uh, she's like, they live in Minato Ward too? I didn't realize we live so close to each other. It's like, okay, so apparently the Triangle Isles is really close to Minato Ward then. Because, yeah. you know, whatever. Convenience. Convenience, exactly. So we get uh, we see this image of, you know, whose door it is. 1127, Haruka Yeah. Oh, it's like 1121. I know, it's very close to 1121. Oh. And Usagi's right outside the door, and she's like, Haruka, we're all Sailor Guardians. Why can't we fight together? And I love that image of, you can oh, see that Haruka's on the other side of the door listening to her. Uh, heartbreaking. And it Usagi's, is, right? Huh? It is. Heartbreaking. It is oh, yes, it is. It is. It's just, uh, especially that look on Usagi's face when she's thinking, why won't you say anything? And she's crying. Uh. I know. She's right. Come on. Yeah, give me an inch, please. So afterward, Usagi leaves very uh, somber and sulken. And the girls come up to her and they're like, Usagi, this is Mako. She says, Usagi, what we need to do now is stop the enemy from gaining any more footholds, okay? She's like, basically saying, don't worry about Haruka and Michiru. We have the Mm -hmm. enemy to worry about. That's our mission. And uh, so they they head on over to Mugenzu. And Mina is thinking, Mugenzu, the wind is always strong here the wind is whipping around them and she says whenever i come here it gives me chills all over and ray as they're approaching the botanical garden gardens i caught myself that time (laughs) it's because they're so similar yeah uh ray says what an ominous aura it's so much stronger than it was before so they get to the botanical area and Mako says, it's like a jungle in here. And then Ray says, look, there are people lying on the ground. So there's a shit ton of people. They're all passed out on the, on the floor. And there's pink flowers everywhere, which of course we know is the budding flower of the Teloon plant. Yeah. And then let's say Mako is thinking, this intoxicating scent, is it the Teloon flower? Bitch, where you been? It you is, literally yeah. took a knife up to your plant. <laughs> Yeah, come on. Um, And so all the girls are starting to feel the effects. And Usagi's like, I'm getting weaker. And all of them are feeling their energy being drained. And then we hear an evil girly cackle in the background. Oh, I love this image as well. Yes. It's, it almost the looks, eyes blend yeah. into the, yeah, we're going to say the same thing. We were going to say the exact same thing. Yeah, the way mm-hmm. the eyes blend into the plants. Yeah. Ah, so good. But this entity says, such exquisite life energy. And then Mako's like, who are you? And then we get the full, uh, of course, typical villain, almost crossing of the legs, hovering in the air of Telu. And yeah, classic. She's got like vines sort of wrapping around her legs that make stockings. I love the whole outfit. And around her arms that make, it it just looks like stockings, but with vines. It's badass. Very like braid-like as well, which of course you Mm -hmm. know. We're, 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 braid bros on this podcast (laughs) so telu says it's my lucky day if it isn't the sailor guardians and their planetary protection jumping right into my trap and then uh she's watching all of the energy pour into the telun plants and she's thinking each telun is an extension of myself a plant that absorbs life life energy to grow into a beautiful flower and they're still feeling the effects of it and she says these flowers are full of pure human life energy full of hot Mm. The master will be overjoyed when I offer them up 
to him, he will raise me to the rank of Magus, just like Kaolinite. I love the explaining of the plans as well. Like, we always get it, and I, I'm here for it. I know. No beating around the bush around here. Pun intended. Oh, man. So then we cut to the science department of Keio University, which we know is where uh, Setsuna, our new character, frequents. And she's passed out on the floor because, of course, she bought into the Telun craze, too. Oh, God. Either her yeah. or the professor. We don't know if maybe It has her boss to be the professor. Is. I feel like she'd be a bit too, you know. Yeah, she's a bit too keen on energies, for I think. for uh, switched on. Yeah, exactly. This is giving me Day of the Triffid vibes, though, which I guess you haven't heard uh, of. Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Sorry. Like All right. The older nope. people listening to this know what I mean. <laughs> and by that, I mean Paul. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Paul. Um, so, anyway, she's passed out on the ground and she's trying to fight it. And then we cut to Haruka, who gets like a sixth sense flash and she's like, <gasps> and then we cut to Kaiozu Condominium Tower, specifically Michiru Kaio's room, which is 1306. And she gets that same sixth sense equaling two. And she's like, someone's in pain. And so both Haruka and Michiru are feeling the same instance that someone's mm-hmm. in pain and they're both thinking who someone very close to us it's like but what they've never met setsuna what so then they say someone like us <laughs> and then we cut back to setsuna and she's thinking i can't breathe i'm getting weaker and weaker somebody help me am i just going to die like this no i can't die yet remember remember the reason i was born the reason i was reborn <gasps> and i love that image because it's that negative filter is on it again mm-hmm. on Setsuna's face. So good. And then we hear awake <gasps> and the Pluto planetary symbol shows up on Setsuna's <laughs> forehead. And not only that, but the Uranus symbol shows up on Haruka's forehead and the Neptune symbol shows up on Michiru's forehead. And suddenly Michiru and Haruka are teleported to Setsuna. Oh. Teleported to her aid in a flash of fluttering lights. And then we hear the time has come and the wind starts to rage and it's Mamoru. Mamoru got this flash as well. Oh, hi sis. I forgot about you. Oh yeah, I forgot he was part of this. Uh, (laughs) And he's thinking, what was that? Did I just sense an awakening? And then we cut back to the girls because if you remember, they're fighting, they're about to fight Telu. He's like sensed his old boo, was it? (laughs) (laughs) His old future past present mistress. And so Usagi's like, everybody transform. And we get moon cosmic power, moon prism power. And then we just get cutaway panels of all the girls. And they all say makeup. But everyone transforms. And then we get this awesome panel of all six of our girls. And look at Maka with her tongue sticking out again. Oh my god. But Sailor Moon says... Look how defiant Chibiusa looks as well. I know. So cute. cute. Sailor Moon (laughs) says, under the protection... Under the protection of the planet of love and justice i am the guardian of miracles sailor moon so we got that last arc but Mm -hmm. i just love that they she added it again guardian of miracles sailor moon and then chibiusa says and and i'm sailor chibi moon and we're here to fight i fucking love her right now like pick her Uh, up and slap me around the face with it because (laughs) 
<laughs> I know. She's so I love cute. it so much. Ugh. So Telu says, you're dropping the facade, I see. Sailor Guardians, words of the planets. I am Telu, level 404, and your hostia are mine. And I'll be taking that Tyron crystal-like power along with it. I'll grind I'll grind you to powder and use you as fertilizer. Ooh. Like shit, literally. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Uh, so Telu uses her attack, which is Mandragora Buster, which I believe is just, it's a type of plant, I believe. Um, but right as she's attacking, Jupiter's had a fucking enough, and her antenna starts to rise out of her tiara, which, have we really talked about how the antenna can rise out of her tiara? Well, if we haven't, you heard it here first. Yeah. And she says, Jupiter Coconut Cyclone, and throws this attack at mm. Telu, and it, it doesn't kill Telu, but it does knock her over. I- and at this attack though what which one i don't know the coconut one I'm yeah it's like... not my favorite of jupiter's definitely Coco not. not here for it coco not here for it <laughs> listen to us with the puns today i love i live laugh love <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, I'm having so much fun. Right. I know, me too. So it knocks Telu over and gives uh, Sailor Moon enough time to summon the Heart Moon Rod. And she says, Moon Spiral Heart Attack. And uh, this this scene in Crystal really clarified what happens for me. Telu basically opens up um, a swirl, like a, a circle of energy, and it just absorbs the attack. It's yeah. really cool looking. And Telu says, such exquisite power. What's wrong? Is this the best you can do? And Sailor Moon's like, no. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she probably doesn't say it defiant like that. She's just like, no. But I just think her being like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and she's thinking, I can't second guess myself. I have to give it all I've got. I have to beat the enemy that's right in front of me. And then she thinks, but Uranus, Neptune. So she's still not focused. Maybe that's why the attack didn't go full force. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> and Chibius is thinking, Sailor Moon. And she clasps her hands um, together and is like, I want power too. I want a weapon. I want to help Sailor Moon. I want to fight by her side. Mama! And then a flash of light. Luna P appears (gasps) in the sky. And then Luna P transforms into another moon rod for Chibiusa. Yes. And I should have done the research about what it's technically called, but I I just like to call it the pink moon rod because Chibiusa, pink, moon, whatever. So she grabs the rod and is like, is this rod for me a moon rod? It's strange. I feel powerful today. I've never felt this way before. And Chibiusa gets a moon rod attack. Oh, oh love. <clears throat> and sh- so she uses the pink moon rod. And she says, pink sugar heart attack. Mm. But unfortunately, again, Telu just absorbs this energy. And we get this image of what looks like a transformed Telu. Yeah. So in Crystal, it was, it, again, it was very much um, more obvious. So Telu takes the energy and she like her body turns into vines and it looks really fucking cool in crystal so look forward to that yeah so basically i'm, ex- I'm excited it's coming sorry yeah it's great so telu turns into this vine monster and tuxedo mask weasels his way in just to yell chibi moon and that's Where all we get from his dumbass. i tell me, i don't know tell me about oh it. we're on a downward spiral with him in this act <laughs> literally in this entire arc it's like one act we love him the next we hate 
in. <laughs> we just keep going back and forth. So is the only reason he's here is because of his boo being reawakened? Makes you think. I think so. Exactly. It just adds, it just, it's <clears throat> adding fuel to our uh, headcanon. It really is. <laughs> so Telu goes straight for Chibiusa. That's mm. why he's yelling after her. And then we hear, dead scream. <gasps> and in a swirl of purple storm and razor blades, Telu is obliterated. Absolutely incinerated with these razor blades. And we get cutaways to all the guardians, all of them looking floor to shit. And then we close in on Chibiusa, thinking, that low voice, that attack. And we see a dark-skinned sailor guardian with oh. dark green hair. And then the <sighs> last image we see is Sailor Neptune, Sailor Uranus, and now Sailor Pluto. And that's how we end the act, bitches. Peeing <laughs> my pants in <laughs> So fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what a chapter. What a chapter. What an amazing chapter. I- I'm telling you, this arc is just amazing. Like, there hasn't been a single chapter that we've done this arc where I feel like, not annoyed by, but like, okay, let's get the show on the road. Like, I'm just yeah. enjoying every absolute second of it. Oh, me too. Me too. But also, I just want to point out, for a chapter that's called uh, Sailor Pluto Setsunameo, she wasn't in it very much, was she? <laughs> She wasn't, but well, did she make an impact at the end? She did. All right, so let's let's just move on to our favorite moments. What favorite parts <sighs> do you got, Marcella? I just again the whole flipping thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because just an absolutely amazing chapter. But I think the standouts that immediately come to mind are the um, crushing of the pencil case moment. Oh god, heavy metal Hotario, love it. Yeah, exactly Evanescence taking me over playing in the background, (laughs) brilliant Um, and then I think I liked another glimpse into Marco's sort of direct world with her apartment and the plants and that kind of thing, Um, but it has to be the dead scream dead scream bitch, and I love the way you say it dead scream, oh I model it after the way she says it in the anime because it's so monotone and I weird. And I love the it. Brown noise, it really is. The brown, <laughs> the brown noise. It, it is. Really the brown is. It is. It just gets you there. It does. I'm here for it. Oh gosh. Yeah. What about yeah. you? Yeah, I gotta say, uh, you know, I I actually loved seeing Matoki and Reika be like the sort of close friends of Setsuna. I love that sort of a character building even though we we still don't know what the fuck's going on with setsuna slash sailor pluto like how did she come to be but i love seeing yeah. that she's got friends in reika and matoki and um, yeah. i really appreciated that um i loved seeing the enemies more we got to see uh kale and i and professor tomoe and even pharaoh 90 again i love yeah. getting that that dynamic again because we sort of we've been doing the whole you know which is five and that's it the past couple like two chapters so it was nice to get a reintroduction yes uh, to the evil yeah, it's been doing that sort of repeating yeah. pattern again with the narrative but which i right. i love yeah, but um like you say it was nice to sort of expand the tendrils yeah a little bit more exactly and uh, just just Chibiusa in this chapter was a goddamn joy. Yeah, uh, just uh, the whole way through, and her getting her own rod, 
and oh, yeah. uh, just so good. But yeah, I mean, Setsuna slash Sailor Pluto, like what a way to make an impact. Because last last act, we had her doing the cliffhanger of I'm Setsuna Mayo and I look just like Sailor Pluto. And then this one, we have Sa- Sailor Pluto transformed, like a guardian, not a mm. solitary sentinel watching the time door, an actual know. guardian. So mm. I just, I just love this goddamn arc. <laughs> I just love it so yeah. much. Yeah, and I it's can't amazing. Say nice things about it oh man what a chapter okay y'all uh next week we'll be reading act 32 which is titled infinity six three guardians <clears throat> so look forward to that but you can find me on the internet at justin gray 22 across twitter instagram and of course youtube and you can find us both on twitter and instagram at mm. sailor Mangapod. yes and if you want to email us like we got another amazing email from from uh, Hannah. Shout out to you, oh. Hannah. Thank you so love much Hannah. for sending us more emails. We love, love, love hearing from you. Hannah uh, so is, our, uh, is our Sailor Manga bestie. She is. Without a doubt. 100%. So uh, be like Hannah and email us at sailormangapodcast at gmail.com. Do it! Yes. It's fun! Uh, so yeah, I guess that's <laughs> that's all we got. I'm just fucking raging. I'm jazzed. Uh, so mm. we'll just leave it on in the name of the moon. We'll be back soon. Bye, guys. Farewell. I want to fucking be inside of a building when it's blown the fuck up. I'm <laughs> raging. I know that you'd survive. <laughs> I'm heavy metal Hataru and out, bitch. I want to. I want to <laughs> walk out on a goddamn wrestling ring like Stone Cold Steve Austin and be like, "Are you ready to rumble, bitches?" Like I'm there. See, I don't know what Stone Cold person is. Uh, you know what? It's funny because neither do I really. Like I oh. know the reference, but I don't watch wrestling. <laughs> but I'm just oh. in that mode i'm like are you yeah. ready to get served punk like i'm in that yeah mode. oh my god <laughs> ready i don't know who he is but yeah pound you to the ground no not in a not in that way. <laughs> oh god. no i meant like with his face <sighs> Uh, take that as you will. No, at least don't. <laughs> don't. All right, let's end it. <laughs> <laughs>